When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yes, they do have the phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just rate when designing your home loan. Plus, they're a small family-owned company just like us here at DNVR, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. Again, head on over to dnvrmortgage.com and check them out today. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Rudo, Jesse, AJ, Blaze coming at you live as the Avs drop this one in overtime. We'll get into the entire story of the game first, but we have to start with the overtime too many men call. Is this the worst call of the year? Genuinely, is this the worst call of the year by the NHL refereeing What's committee? What's hard for me is that it's not even that it's a bad call. It's, it's an incorrect call. It's just call. wrong. They, they, made, they made a call. Right. And this isn't this isn't like an interpretation not, right. where like said that to you can, oh you can see not where subjective. from where he's standing you could think that he might have gotten a stick on the hands or he right. might have tripped a guy who actually just fell down or whatever this is a motherfucker who can't count yeah. right, right, right. like there are genuinely- you need to you need to pull the official whose arm is up before the before a fourth half skates ever touch the ice you need to pull him off the ice right now you got to go and get him while he's still hot. And you got it. You got to put up four fingers. Yeah. Can you fucking count? Yeah. There, when well, the call well, gets made, there are genuinely more preds on the ice when, than there when, are. Abs. When the arm goes up, yeah. Agent, I just talked about this. When the arm goes up, there's two abs on the ice. <laughs> With skates on the ice, there are two abs players when the arm actually goes up. And that's something where, when that type of play happens, they have like the refs have to come together and talk about right, something right, right, like right. that. Right? How is it that there are three other guys on the ice? Because because linesmen are allowed with yep. too many men to have input on this. Yep. How is it there are three other guys on the ice? One of whom is in the fucking avalanche <laughs> bench. Right. He's yeah. in the bench. Kadri is right behind him getting off. Well, like, how do you how do you not yeah. be able to count? Oh hey, there's only oh okay, there's only two of them. Yeah, totally. That's definitely too many men. Did you seriously? Did we just see a situation where the referee counted the referee who jumped into the abs bench <laughs> coming back coming back onto the ice as the extra ab? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? That should be a fireable offense immediately. <laughs> yep. Like I understand that you have to go through a billion hours of refereeing and training and blah, 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 blah. You should not be allowed to referee another NHL game the rest of the year when you have an egregious the, penalty like, right. to that there's, level. There's a difference between interpretation and just objectively getting a call wrong. Yeah, you can't like, tell the difference between a guy wearing stripes <laughs> and a guy wearing an abs jersey. It's either that or he can't fucking count. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those are your options. The level of bullshit that just took place is insane. Yeah. It's agreed. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Like you still have to kill a penalty. The penalty kill is still bad. There's still a lot of bad hockey that happened before this game that, was decided. Definitely. But you don't even give a team a chance right there. Yep. You just Take it away from in, them. In, in a league that we know in third periods just stops calling shit. We saw it in this yeah. fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nick Nick Cousins need Kadri. Kadri in, in, at center ice after he gets rid of the puck. And everybody just sort of shrugged and was like, well, it's in the five, final five minutes of a tie hockey game. What do you expect? <laughs> And then we never, we never saw the other too many men penalty. Yep. Because altitude's production is the worst in the NHL. <laughs> we never saw it because we had to watch replays from five minutes earlier. We never saw any of that. And then you finally you get into overtime and they make one up. Yeah. <laughs> what is, the fuck? It is absolutely the the linesman. That you're right. It's the linesman coming. The out linesman of the jumping he's, out of the bench is the looking, most likely call here. Well, look at it. Like we can see it on the TV. Yeah, you'll right see the us. linesman jumping watch, over the like, board. Watch when his arm goes up because yep. right he there, jumps into the bench all the way yep. in. All he's he goes all the, the way in. The linesman's gonna come out, and, and then, his arm is gonna go up. See, that, he comes the linesman out, touches right the ice right about now, yep. and his arm goes up. That's unfucking believable. Unfucking believable. That's it, bad. This is going to be the second That's time in bad. four years that the NHL is going to have to write a letter of apology to the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> it's not even the first one. <laughs> Unbelievable. So insane. It's the it's the linesman. And it's, it's you're the talking you're talking about everybody else, and I I'm, I hate to do this to you guys again. Everybody else in this industry is accountable. Yep. Every other person in this business, you, you, me, Jesse, who just went to do uh, post game availability, we all got to take our L's on I this show ruined. every week. Everybody has accountability yep. for things that they've done or not or done poorly, mistakes that they have made. Every player, every coach, everybody has accountability eventually. But that guy. That guy that just changed the course of that overtime gets to go what? watch the replay, drink his fucking Bud Light, and be like, "Oh shit!" Here's my. I question. think I just blew Here's, a call. No, no, that no. In, in a in a in a game that was helping to decide first place in the Central. But thirty games in, granted. But oh, like, well, what, you never know when no. that point is going to come back and matter. And and they just took it at that. And that guy doesn't have to answer a question. He doesn't get a phone call. He has no public accountability. He literally just packs up his shit, leaves the rink, and goes back to his hotel room, jerks one out, and then calls it a night. <laughs> my, there's no accountability. Well, my question is, he makes that call, and how is the linesman that is literally coming off of the avalanche bench say, well, hang on a minute. Did you count me? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's not just that that ref makes a terrible call. Yeah. It's that no one else on the this team just, just like, are like, yeah, that's fine. It's yeah. okay. Totes. Totes. It's all good, baby. I can only count three, but I guess you saw more than three, <laughs> so we're going to go with that. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I, on the same night that Kodak Black is actually banging a person inside <laughs> of the Florida Panthers arena, and it wasn't the worst shot of the night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh I d it's genuinely baffling yeah. that you get a call that wrong to to be 
that incorrect on a call. As a look, these are these are supposed to be the refs that are the best in the world at their job, and that is how the game goes the other way. And look, we have no idea. Maybe the Preds march down and score sure. thirty seconds yeah. later on three on three, but they just buried the Avs with that. Well, and like, incorrect and call. three on three possession is everything. Yep. And ranted in just got the they puck. They won the puck back. Yeah, they just got the puck because Kadri Kadri's uh that, that puck got stopped. Yep. yep. They win the rebound. They they're changing. Which they accomplished perfectly legally. Ranted in has the puck. You've got two minutes left. You have no idea how that goes. Yep. yep. You have no idea how it goes. And you just give them a f- whatever. <laughs> All right. We're good. We're not going to talk about no, it it's, until it's Jesse sucks. comes back and has to tell us what Jared Bednar has to yeah, say about I it. Hear yeah, what I think about this, um, which I'm sure we'll get in a bit. But let's talk about some positive things. Regardless of the way overtime went, the Avs get a point in a Sega Baba, a game where they played the majority of it from behind. They get three out of four in these two games. You don't look at how the bread got made of how they lost the game. You're extremely happy with three out of four points tonight, yes? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, abs- absolutely, like, you feel how it all, up until the very end, yep. you feel great about how it yeah. all plays out, right? Yeah. Like, you're like, hey, you hate that you play like shit, but you love that you just keep coming, you keep coming back and coming back and coming back and that you just, they're, you're just not dying. Yep. I saw some Nashville people who were like, wow, this Preds team, there's something about them, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> From a Nashville perspective, you couldn't even handle this, this exhausted like, Avs team. Right, like yeah. you had every advantage rolling into this game, and it took that to get you across the finish line. <laughs> like what? Like you take your two points, and okay, cool. Like you, whatever. I'm very excited to see how the next fifty games play out. Yeah. Uh, because I, I don't, especially after tonight, I don't think that that's a very good hockey team anymore. Uh, I think that they're solid. Look, they them as every a opportunity. them as a top two seed yeah. is just watching that shit. I'm just like, it, it, UC Saros is the only reason yep. that team yeah. is worth. They had game. every opportunity to bury the Avs yeah. tonight, and they just couldn't. Yeah, they I mean play, they had a, they play well. They had a, they they had a power play with two minutes to go yep. and couldn't get a shot. Yeah. And you're like, this is the worst PK in the league, and you <laughs> you can't even get in, in in like the ultimate crunch time, and you don't took, look good you know, at all. Oh my yeah. goodness! Their dude. team defense in front of their goalie. Pack is the box, phenomenal. baby. Yeah, Pack it's, the I box. Mean, this is this. Through. Well, this is where I think scouting plays a role because this felt very abs because yeah. we didn't see them play like this last time they were in Nashville. Granted, it was barely a hockey game. Oh well, <laughs> they didn't play like this in Denver. I think that they were like, look, the abs score on a lot of goals where. They throw pucks out to their defensemen out high. Yep. We don't want to give them thirty foot shots at the net and have pucks find their way through and hit them. We're gonna we're gonna pack it. And we're gonna force them to get closer. Look where look where the goals started coming. Like Burkowski goal is great, but you look where the McCarr gets score, goal yep. gets scored from. Right. McKinnon goal gets scored from. It's Top not, of the circles down. It's yeah. not straight on. They they forced the Avs to play in. The Avs adjusted. They did it. They accomplished their goal. Uh, they they played they 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 adjusted to how Nashville was defending them. And they got across. They got the goals to get into uh, to get into overtime. And wish we could have seen. Wish we could have seen how the rest of that game would have actually played yeah. out. Yep. Uh, like for realsies and not that horse shit that we were subjected to. The straight up fucking clown shoes that just the, that the, just took place yep. is 
it, it's just the black mark on on yeah. what was other otherwise like a perfectly acceptable I, I, result. I hate to circle back this, but we're just gonna circle back to it all show. You're just gonna have to accept that. The one thing that the NHL always wants to say about the refs is, well, they don't want to decide a game. <laughs> they absolutely decided this game. There is no doubt in yeah. anyone's mind that they decided this fucking hockey game. So, I mean, bench minor penalties, right? Especially in the last five minutes of a game when there's no like impact to the play right. yeah. is ridiculous. Even that first it's one, it's gotta I was be like, egregious. And we yeah. didn't, I, I never saw a replay for it. I, on the, I, the regulation one? Yeah, yeah I never either. saw a replay for it, so I don't have any thought on it. Yeah. I didn't see We couldn't see it For all I know, I mean, the Avs had ten dudes on the ice. <laughs> for, all, for all we know, they had fucking four. <laughs> Could be, based on that overtime one. It Could have been another linesman. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we don't... We don't I, I, I wish I could say I would give them the benefit of the doubt, but after what happened you in overtime... You can't. That motherfucker can't count. Yeah. It's brutal. It is genuinely like we need brutal. to sit him down with some blues clues, some Sesame Street level shit here, <laughs> and see if we can get him through the basics before he's ever allowed to referee another NHL game. The number of the day is three. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and that that was Kermit high as hell. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, all right. Bring it back a little bit here. Uh, all right, let's let's do a little bit of chronological work here. Uh, first period, not great from the Avs. I don't think anyone's going to be particularly oh, happy dude, with so the first bad. period of this hockey game, uh, especially in a in a Sega Baba where, look, traditionally in the second game of a back to back, the team playing game two, they come out hot and yeah. try to kind of ride whatever they get from it. Avs kind of did the opposite, put themselves <laughs> in a hole pretty quickly in this one. Uh, it wasn't great. It, it wasn't great. And, and look, it, this felt oddly similar to a lot of the previous games we've seen the Avs play, where in the first period, period and a half, UC Saros was doing the work. Yep. He was brick-walling the Avs. And then... <laughs> how do you get the Avs to manage the puck better defensively? Because right now, it's costing them more than a goal per game. What What's it going to take? I mean, I, I have no clue. If I <laughs> knew, I would probably be coaching the ass yeah. and tell them. But, I mean, there is a lot of concern there, right? Like, And I, I think some of it is just the system that they're running leaves people wide open in front of the net. And it's basically like, yo, you're going to get a free shot if you can get to the puck to the yep. center of the ice yep. because we're going to challenge you so much. We're going to put so much pressure on you. But when that breaks down, like you saw tonight along the boards there, that's that's free goals, especially when Kemper is struggling basically to find the puck right now. It's certainly the rebound control. You know, look, pucks hit goalies and they bounce off them. But I think the thing everybody has pointed out specifically for Kemper is he's not catching pucks well. No. Pucks are going in and out of his glove and those just However you feel about Kemper, the rebound control with his glove has to be better. Yeah, I mean, he just played like shit tonight. I, yeah. I, what's what's funny is that like he, it, it, as always, it's just complicated because yep. he makes some amazing saves as well. And then the goals that go in, you're like, these are garbage. Yep. Like it, this isn't it, great. And he gives up five. Yep. 
a, a, a game after he got pulled for giving up three in the first. And in that game, none of us were, were bagging on him. We were like, look, dude, you can't do shit about those goals. Yeah. Yep. But you look at the five that go in tonight, and you're like, yeah, there's a lot that could have been done differently on those. Do you do you love JT, JT Comper, Comper throwing giving, the puck away, giving yeah. the puck away, and essentially creating a two on zero four feet in front of you? Yeah, no, but that puck also goes through directly his body, through him, directly like, through him, like night crawlers through him. <laughs> and you're just like, dude, like, what the? F this is this was the problem that that everyone like. Yeah, you love that stretch that Kemper had. Oh, yep. look at the four games. Look at the five games. Great. He's had a couple of those stretches. Now he's thrown two starts in a row that haven't been good. Yeah. It's and his team his team has bailed him out with incredible goal support. Yep. Like I his record is the only thing that people can look at and be like, yeah, but look, he's winning games. And it's like, yeah, he's getting the best goal support on planet Earth. Yeah. You don't pay a goalie to have an eight fifty save percentage. Well, especially you just don't. Especially against the teams that he's doing this against, are these are playoff caliber teams that he's doing it against? That's very concerning. A little bit different if you're going in, you're playing, you know, somebody that might not be up to the abs par. Everyone kind of relaxes. You have a bad night. It's one of those fluke nights. But when you're playing, like the five he gave up against Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, perfect example. But like the Leafs, yeah, the Preds that are in first place right now in yeah. Central. You want that guy to be up for those games and be on his A game. Yeah. And it's not happening right now. It's just not happening. Yeah. it's You pay a goalie to be good when you need him to be good, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing is, yes, abs have massive defensive problems. Yes, they need to be fixed. Yeah. There's zero doubt not about massive that. Massive defensive problems. They, they There were some serious issues, but... Uh, I mean, you look at right. you look at you look at the goals that beat Darcy Kemper, and you look at the goals that beat UC Soros. And right, Soros, Soros, you're looking at especially the McKinnon and, and, McCarr and the McCarr goals. goals. Those are all world like, fucking plays. You're yeah. like, what the hell is happening here? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like okay. And then the the even the first goal is like that's yeah. a guy totally alone in front of the net. Yep, on a rebound, like uh, on a puck that gets out to by himself. Yep, and. You're looking at three of those, and you're just like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> UC Saros, like, "Come on, man! Like, this sucks." Yep. You look at what 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 gets through Darcy Kemper, and I'm not gonna say all five of those goals. You're like, "Wow, those are bad," but you watch them, and you're like, "There's a difference here." Like yep. the first goal, he doesn't even react to, yeah. and that was you would have thought that him getting that weird post a minute in. Would have immediately yeah, woken him up and got him, him like, go, okay, okay, let's hey, go, you're, you need to get into this. And then just 20 seconds later, a puck just dribbles by his foot. And he's like, yep. oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> and you're like, what? He got, a, he got a solid piece of that one, too, but not enough, right? Well, and it, it just he just didn't play well enough. He didn't yep. play well enough. And that's with the credit of, hey, there were some great saves yep. along the way. Yeah. You, you gave up five goals, bro. It, and how many of them? How many of them were like highlight real goals? Like the the Duchesne goal comes off a huge rebound. Well, it's at the end the 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 game winning goal, yeah, the overtime goal. Yeah. If the thing is like, if he's one save better in regulation, this game looks completely different, right? Yeah. If this game was two two, halfway through the second period, roughly, and then they they get that third goal. Yes, it's a terrible turnover by Comfer, but if Kemper makes the stop there. Who knows where this game goes in the third right. period relative to how it ended up going? And it's 
if you're going to give him credit for the quality saves that he makes, which he made a couple in this game, yeah. Yeah. you have to knock him for he the ones that does. he didn't, yeah. too. Yeah. It, it has to be balanced, right? So, all right. We're brought to you all by Breckenridge Brewery. Get over there at the Breck uh, Farmhouse. It's an amazing experience, by the way. If you haven't gone to the farmhouse, go just to have a beer and hang out because the place is dope. You got to check it out. If you're not making it there, you can go to your local liquor store, get eight different beers on tap at the DNVR bar. Either way, they got you covered. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find a liquor store near you to check all of that out. Uh, you can also check out Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that you can have for your mornings to be your coffee, be your, uh, be your Advil or whatever pain suppressant you want it to be. CBD helps with migraines, joint pain, IBS, a bunch of other stuff, too. You can get 25% off with Strava online when you use code DNVR25 on their website. So be sure to jump on that opportunity. Go check that out. If you love us ranting and raving about refs making objectively wrong calls, maybe sign up for a membership to thednvr.com. You can, uh, if you get the annual membership, you get access to all of our behind the paywall content. Of course, you get access to the DNVR lounge, big beers at the bar. You can also get yourself a free shirt, which Loch Ness Monster, it's out there. Go jump on it right now, the new hotness. I think I've got one on. Look at that. Look oh, at that beauty yeah. over there on Blaze. Uh, I don't know who Scott Doucette is, uh, but he just tried to message us on fa- on Facebook and called me a clown and said we don't know what we're talking about. So okay, uh, you're free to DM me on Twitter at any time, and we can chat it out, my man. We're all our DMs are open. Yeah. all of us. Like like feel free. We're the uh, the we don't really we don't really use Facebook a whole lot anymore. So uh, you it's know, true. Come and come and come and we'll we'll have a chat uh, on a platform we actually actively use, and then we can talk about it. Um, otherwise, you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Jesse just got done talking with the players and the coach. Yeah, man, not happy. I can't imagine. Not a happy group. Kel McCarr said that's the most frustrated their group has been all year is right now in the locker room. Uh, Jared Bednar said he was offered no explanation uh, from the officials. Because there is none. <laughs> and... Uh, I mean, you know, Jared Bednar said a lot of good things. We got to get off to a better start, you know, you know, so on and so forth. Didn't love the PK, things like that. Um, but he also at the same time said, we don't want to lose on, on a game like that. We don't, we don't look at, was it the second half of a back-to-back? Was it this? Was it that? Did we have our guys? We look at it as, did we win or did we lose? And tonight they lost on a call that was completely out of their control. They, by every video, angle, you got Dan Rosen – from NHL Network on Twitter right now trying to say that, that, that he's sure the right call was made because we're limited by camera work. No, limited I mean, by camera work. There, there's, okay. there's 50 cameras in the arena. You can see the full sheet of it's ice. Just it's just wrong. It, yeah. It's a wrong call, and I don't know if this point was brought up, but this was something that I was going to say Go off. earlier, and, and <laughs> we wanted to wait. But, like, this is why NHL officials need to be made available for media. I'm not saying it's going to make anything better. It's not obviously going to undo the call. But whoever that official was, that and I just watched it again, his arm is up before the third abs. The abs actually didn't have enough men on the ice <laughs> when he made the call. And, and that guy needs to have to get up and say, I made the wrong call. It's unfortunate that a call like that affects the outcome of the game. Uh, we have to be better going forward. We'll, we'll look at it with the, the other officials and... And, and work to make sure that this doesn't happen again. But but it was an incorrect call. That's something that 
I mean, this is a division divisional game between two teams where Jared Bednar made the point just now. That point could mean a lot. Yeah. And Whoever got it, that point could mean a lot. And it was just maybe Nashville still ends up winning that game. You never know. But that's the problem is now we'll never know. They got the cheapy call. And they got to well, it's, steal the win. I mean, it's so easy to look back. If the Avs miss the President's Trophy by a point, every well, single well, person is going to look at this game and go, huh. Well, anything. Anything now relative to Nashville coming into the season. It was like St. Louis a couple years ago in the season with game 82 where you could trace that all the way back and say if the refs would have gotten the Sven Andrigetto offside yep. call right, well, then – the abs would have secured they wouldn't even need a game 82 this could be something similar talking about positioning talking about winning a division winning a conference i mean that that call could have major repercussions and and i i like bednar's approach of you know we're looking at it did we win the game did we not not all the feel goods and stuff in between the comeback um and and it just makes it really frustrating and i and it's tough that you hear a lot of talk about video review and how it impacts the game. And, well, you want to make sure that you get the calls right. You don't want a game ending on something that should or should not have counted. And and in these types of situations, and I don't know how you necessarily police this over an entire game, but in an overtime against two teams that have as much at stake as you can have for game 33 of the season, um, the refs need to be able to get together. Someone you needs to be able just... to interject and say, on a call that's black and white, I've always thought this, high-sticking, delay of game, and now I never thought it would come to this, but too many men, those are black and white objective calls. You yeah, did you, high stick or you didn't. You had too you many men or you didn't. You make one right, up. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's not like tripping. You, you, know, you see calls all the time where it's like, that's soft, but it can be interpreted in a certain way. Those are three calls where they cannot be interpreted. Yep. You have instituted a rule that you can review a five-minute major penalty to make sure that it is worthy of it. On those penalties that are... It is or it isn't. There's no room for interpretation. You how, need to have someone looking at that. How fast uh, well, is the video for, review? For the record, uh, people have sent me a screenshot of the first one. Six abs are like clearly in the zone. In the first one? Yeah. Totally a penalty. No, no. The bones. one in overtime it, is still objectively I have, wrong. I have though. no issues with yeah. that. We, we, I just, we were talking about sure, it. Sure. And I have a bunch of DMs from people who are like, check it out. And I'm like, oh shit, that's very clear. <laughs> Fine. Got it. Yeah, no issues. Yeah. Great. They 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 were able to count to six. But not on, to three. Yeah. yeah, but not to three. I <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. We all have days, right? <laughs> I guess. Jesse, like That's big that's big Monday energy yeah. right there. Oh, not being able to count to three. Tell me about it. With those black and white calls. Yeah. I mean, video review on that is so quick. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, you it should, would take more than just fire like it up and you well, watch yeah. it really quick and you're like, okay, it's like the kicking, the 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 tapes kicked. Yeah. The yeah. That, was like, a, that was a 30-second review. You checked it. It happened so quickly that they didn't even talk about why it not, being reviewed. Well, why not just have an off-ice judge who's looking that's what, at that's those That's what I was yeah. just about and, to say. And literally before the next puck drop, that off-ice judge is going, that's that's not a penalty, guys. Hang well, on. And, hang on. And to, to that point i mean you could even doesn't even have to be someone that's in arena you could have someone in toronto yeah, the dudes in the war room hey there's a penalty just cue it or, or there's a penalty that meets the criteria high sticking puck over glass too many men they look at it if it if it looks like ooh, maybe he didn't get him with the high stick then that's when you sound the horn in the arena you call the officials over and you go through it that way but otherwise that that should have been something that whether it was an official on the ice or off the ice 
that should have been stopped and at least discussed the fact that it was nope i called it it that is what it is he didn't even you know huddle up with refs or anything um uh, th that's just really frustrating and the fact that that ref just gets to sit there and be like ah oopsie poopsie and just go about his day like that that's just that's it's really unfortunate that he doesn't at least have to sit up there and like I should have been able to jump straight from abs availability to officials availability. Yep. What what did you see cuz again I'm assuming he's which even if he was counting the other official, the other official had two hands on the abs bench. Like even he is within that like grace track or you know grace period like runway. It's not like the puck is over there. Right. I, I, I just I I'm really struggling to see where he got confused. And more than anything else, I, refs are human. They're allowed to make mistakes. What did you see right. that, that give, led you to believe? Give he has me had too something many men? to give you the benefit right, of the doubt. Right. Like <laughs> you know I I. I Caught this person. I didn't realize that this guy had already gotten off. Da 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 da. da. Wow, that's unfortunate. Well, but you see how he makes a mistake. I, I, again, beyond the refs, the biggest problem I have with the call is even if he truly believed there were four abs out there, there were four preds out there too. <laughs> like, right, right. It, it preds arguably further from the bench than the abs were. So. I don't understand. And I get the comment of moving on, but it's the story of tonight's game. Yeah, yeah like tomorrow we'll wake up, the sun will and be it'll up, be they over, will have gotten yeah. three of them. We'll be points. talking and about Evander Kane have, and Edmonton They tomorrow. have 35 <laughs> of their of the last 46 possible points. Um, yeah. 30, 30, it's 38 38, now, right? yeah. yeah. 38 of, a 40, of 46 possible points. Like, you're on, they're still on fire. It's fine. Like, this, it sucks that it ended this way, but, like, you're... That's the story for tonight. That's yep. the story like, for tonight. Absolutely. Every, it, all, the, all the poor hockey, all the poor decisions, they erased all that. They climbed <laughs> back. They had, earned, they had earned the right to decide the game in the last two minutes of an overtime. Yep. And they got, even, they got it taken away from them in even strength for something that, that didn't happen. Yep. Right. It, and that's, sorry, like, that's the story. And, so, and you, as much as, you, you know, Bednar said, you don't like the start. We need to get off to, totally. to better starts. Yeah, absolutely. All that's true, but th at the same time, there is still they, – they came back again. They hung four on UC Sorrow. So now you've hung five-plus on John Gibson, uh, Connor Hellebuck, Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell, and you hung four on UC Sorrows. There is still, despite them not playing great, there was a lot of positive to take out of this game, and, and you just feel like all of it immediately goes away. Because the way the game ended just sucks. Let's, yeah, like you just you just feel cheated about right, it. Right, right. Like it just it was it was the the same thing as we had to deal with at the end of the F one season. Yep. It was a it was a great season. It was a great. Where race, you wanted then, the two best racers to duke it out, and instead you had the you had officials a, interfere. Yeah, with, the the officials made up a made up a rule and and gave one team a clear advantage. That team took advantage of it and won. Yep. And you know, okay, like. That's not their fault. Yeah, the right. Preds, and, and the Preds, Preds, did, Preds didn't do uh, the anything. The Preds wrong. got a W tonight, and they deserve to celebrate it. But yeah. and I'm t and I'm telling you, nobody in that locker room feels good. They feel relief, but they don't feel good. Yep. You're barely in first place. The team that's chasing you has four games in hand. Yeah. Is and three points you, behind you. As, as far as I as far as I know, the Two abs are points. the the abs are done. They lost a point three. tonight. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Evs are the Evs are done in Nashville this year. They don't yep. have to go back, right? The, yep, I think both it. of the last two are at home. Yeah. So, yeah. so the next time the next time that you see them in a head to head is is in Denver, and then after that it's a postseason. Like you can't it, it, Nashville doesn't want anything to do with the Colorado Avalanche anymore this year. They don't want yeah. that there's gonna come a time the Evs are gonna pass them in the standings, and that'll probably be that. The last time they see each other in yeah. the standings. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I but but like 
they don't they didn't do anything wrong. They got their dub. They get to feel good for a night. Yep, I guess. All right. Well, they get they get to they get to stay in first, but I I just it, it's. It tells you everything you need to know about this game. The fact that Kale McCarr said this is the most frustrated they've been all season, and everything AJ read off two minutes ago is still true. They're playing some of the best hockey we've ever seen them play, and this team feel, feels cheated, the, the, cheated the, the, tonight. Well, and the team is genuinely really good. And yep, now, right. now the attention shifts to they've got two days off. They have two games at Arizona. You you really need to come yep. away with four you, points there. You yeah. should show there's up really and dunk on no, that There's really team. no excuse for not yeah. walking out with four points, yep. especially if their COVID issues continue. Yeah. Um, and now now the, the conversation shifts to, will Landis Cog test out a protocol in time for that series? What's going on with Bowen Byram? Yep. Uh, Jared Bednar did say he does not have a timeline on Bowen Byram. Um, he, he was asked, is it health-related or is it just personal? And he said, all I've been told is that it's for personal reasons, and we're going to respect that, but I don't have a timeline on it. Okay. We'll leave it there on that one. I, I do yeah, want to talk no about... No need to speculate on it. Yeah. On that type of stuff, you just let it be. Uh, let's talk about a positive tonight. Chat, can you give me one word each to describe Kale McCarr? Because, uh, and I quote, as he's scoring that goal, I say, he's so fucking good. <laughs> and then, that's before he shoots. And then he just snipes one past UC Soros. Wait, so you asked chat, are we not supposed to say anything? No, 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 you guys you guys get more than one word. Oh. Chat only gets one word each. Uh, honestly, That's a on- lot of God answers. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jesse. Honestly, bro, th- and this is just, I, I, like, I, I don't know, like, the goal's amazing, but the way the game ended, it's just like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> That's, like, honestly, that's, uh, that's nihilistic. That's honestly how it use, feels. I would use uh, the word that I think comes to mind is unicorn. Unicorn, yeah. I like yeah. it. There's yep. one. There's exactly one of Kale yep. McCarr. True. There isn't a com- there isn't a comparable out there. There isn't a, oh, he's like this guy. Because coming into the league, we were like, oh, he could be like Eric Carlson. Because Eric Carlson was the epitome of offensive defenseman. Yeah, Eric Carlson wishes he was Kale McCarr at this point. No, True. Nobody has the shooting ability in the league that Kale McCarr does. Agreed. Now. The, 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 uh, the, no defenseman. Yes. No, yes. nobody. Nah. Nobody. There's nobody that can shoot the puck from the different body positions that he gets pucks on. Find it. Find it. <laughs> Find it. I'm being that serious. That the way he he can move laterally and shoot the puck back the other direction with his feet like this. No, nobody can shoot the puck the way he can. Given the way he, he moves laterally, I'm not saying he, you know, Andre Burakovsky has an elite shot if they're both just standing there loading him up, but his ability to get pucks off, that that's why he's such an effective goal scorer this year. He's getting pucks on net that, that goalies, they're not expecting him to shoot in that position. Let uh, alone go top corner. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> the one that he had against Toronto a couple nights ago. It's like, find me another player in the league that does that with the same regularity that Kale McCarr does. Where I mean, he's he's drifting from from his left to his right. He's cutting. He's picking up speed, and he still finds ways to throw those pucks across momentum. It's, there, yeah. There, there's no player in the league that has that ability on the same consistency as he does. His skating and edge work is he's phenomenal. He's genuine, genuinely just different. Like I was telling Rudo earlier, my my kid plays defense. Yeah, and I he love was, this. Story. He's doing C cuts during the game, and I'm like, "Has the coach been telling you to do that?" And he's like, "No." Yeah. I was like, "Well, why are you doing that?" He's like, "Well, because Kale McCarr does it, so I'm yeah. gonna do it." And I was like, 
okay, I'm not mad at that. Like, <laughs> if you're going to copy like one of the best skating defensemen, sure, do it's that. probably good to copy him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh, and uh, one of our DNVR Nuggets uh, colleagues was asking us, like, oh, well, why wouldn't that guy just, like, eventually play forward? He's a very good defenseman as well. He's responsible in his own end. Plays I, angles right. He can stick with people. Obviously, skating's not an issue. Everything he, he does he, he works well. so right. much better as right. a defenseman. I was like, he moves the like, puck up ice. It, it's just... He does so many things well on both ends of the ice he, that it, it's, it's hard to I sit mean, there and be like, Jared Bednar said a couple weeks ago, how, if you moved him to wing, how long would it take him to be an elite winger? And he said two games. <laughs> He's just that good at everything. And, and he is truly that good. But you look at his strengths. Look at his shimmy move on the defense, on the blue line. How often do you get to do that as a forward? Whereas McCarr does that literally every game as a defenseman. He just... Oh, he's way more valuable as he oh, is. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There's, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Well, again, it's not like he really struggles in his own end and it's you live with it because of the offensive no, output. That is not the story. <laughs> he, he's all. a legitimate like top pairing defenseman. I mean he's a I mean he, is he the best defenseman in the NHL right now today? Oh yes. Well if you were building a team to win a Stanley Cup this year, which defenseman would you pick ahead of him? I think Victor Hedman Victor Hedman's the only one that's even in the conversation. Three years ago, I'd have picked Victor Hedman. A year ago, right I now, Victor I would not pick Victor. And that's I know that was Hedman the qu- that was the question the, I was asking. <laughs> coming off the down year, I right. would have picked Victor Hedman at the start of last year. Right. Well, today, no. I, and I, I think I agree with you, but I think that and and that says something for Kale McCarr that I think the only person you can even put in that realm is a two-time Stanley Cup champion, Norris Trophy winner. Did he win the Conn Smythe two years ago? Um. I don't, I don't remember. remember. I can't yeah. remember if he won he it on the really, first I know one. He was really good. Yeah. In so both, I mean, like both runs, he was yeah. like, yeah. He's the right, only free. other like and close to point per game defenseman in the playoffs beyond Makar. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I guess there's a there's a great huh, Devon Taves is another uh, well, one. That's maybe I was, that gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say Devon Taves would be in my personal top five in that yeah, conversation. Oh, absolutely. I think but I'm probably still taking the top five. I'm still taking Kale McCarr first. Yeah. Because of the game changing things that that he does that. Fucking love Devon Taves, but if you take Kale McCarr away from Devon Taves, Devon Taves is still great. He made a great point but about plus minus during this game. He's not all world, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't offensively. There's a difference between the two. Yep. I think Devon Taves is a better defender. I think he's a smarter player. I think that physically he's not nearly as gifted, and he's just absolutely maxed out uh, in all of his abilities because he's making the most of all of it. And with McCarr. I don't know that a ceiling exists. Like I, I genuinely believe yeah. that one day we will see a going Kale. full Mean Girls we'll over see, here. The we'll limit s- does not exist. We'll see a Kale McCarr 100 point season. You I'm, know, I'm, like, he- I'm here for it I, with 40 I just, goals. I think that's where we. I just think that's like that's the kind of talent that we're sitting here looking at right now. Is that this is a this is a guy that isn't in the league uh, anywhere else in the league. No, no disrespect to Adam Fox, of course. Because there's always two Rangers fans who watch our show and document every <laughs> single is, time that we talk about Kale McCarr. Know, an interesting point here. We were talking about this during the game, Ben, as, as Jesse mentioned the plus-minus of Devontae's came up. You know who else was the plus-minus leader in the NHL with Kale McCarr? It was Ryan Graves. His last partner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then you put an actually great defenseman in Devon Taves next well, to Well, and it's Kale that McCart, much better. And then you just watch. Like, they just mold together, and you're right. like, 
Because we, we've talked about, like, oh, Byram and McCarr together are going to be insane someday. And you're just like, well, doesn't need to be today. Right. Devon Taves is there. And well, that pairing. in each other, right? And that, that pairing. Is there another pairing that you could think of right now? That's the best in pairing the in the NHL. It's the best pairing that in the you NHL. Would, that, that you would take over Taves no, and McCarr? No, no. Not even. I don't think there's one particularly close. Because, like, Adam Fox's partner. It's Truba. Libor Hayek? No. It <laughs> depends on the night. Yeah. Libor Hayek wouldn't make the abs, let alone be <laughs> Kale McCarr's fucking partner. Right. Well, and, and it's, I mean, that's the same story everywhere, even Hedman. Like, who are you Who are you putting with Hedman? Sergachev? It's not going to live up. Who is it that plays with Hedman right now? Uh, I don't. I genuinely, I've watched two, one Tampa Bay game this year, but, and it but, was against but, Colorado. But no, I, I mean, I was thinking I about I was thinking about this just a couple days ago. That 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 is the best pairing in the NHL to me. I think it's comical that a lot of the national Canadian writers had Devon Taves on the fringes of the Olympic roster, as in, oh, we don't know if he'd make it. And to me, like he should be a lock, right? Yeah. Right. I I I I really struggle to find. He's literally six Canadian defensemen that are playing better hockey than Devon. He's Tage the most right productive defenseman in the NHL right now. Like, yes, he has a limited number of games, but yeah. It, the, I point, mean, but, the but I mean, you're not game. getting to that limited anymore. I mean, he's into the 20s. Like, yep. it's a quarter lim- of a season, right? It's limited, but it's not. It's limited relative to his peers this right, year. But right, right, right. <laughs> he's still on pace to play like 60 plus games. Where it's like, oh, if he plays 60 games and he has 75 points. What are you going to whine uh, about? You right. know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cal so. Foot, Eric Cernak. All yeah, right. well, and that McDonough. McDonough. And McDonough and Cernak uh, in the postseason last year was fucking nasty. I'd still take McCar Taves over it any day of the week. They're just different. Like, De- definitely. Like, you want Devon Taves and McCar at the top, and then you want McDonough and Chernak below. And then like, you yeah. never lose a hockey like, game again. Swallowing. Yeah. Like, that's your, that's your, like, nasty D pairing. Your top that's, pair has two points every night. Your bottom, your second pair gives up nothing well, ever. That's the, that's the pairing that you would say Colorado's missing. The really big, the physical. It's what they want the, EJ the and JJ to be, to be, but it's not. Man. Yeah, and it's it's what they want. Bo Byram and Drew Hellison. Yeah, true. In like three months. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go to AJ on this one because, as I'm sure both of us can confirm, you can just eat sexy pizza that's like three Ugh. days old and it's still absolutely delicious. It was air solid. fryer. I don't even air fry it. It's just like genuinely, we just had sexy pizza sitting up here, left over, just uh, off, yeah. just offset over there, and I was like, I'll eat this. Yeah, it's still good. Still delicious. Go get it fresh, and it's unbelievably good. Have some some warm, fresh, sexy pizza. You got to check it out. So get over there. Highly recommended, the, the New York-style pizza, as they say. I don't, what? His skates aren't even on the ice when his arm goes <laughs> up. It's crazy. Yeah. That's, the That's other, crazy. Like, even, if, even if you were to be like, well, and you freeze frame it, and you have his skates are on the ice, and you have Kadri still getting off the ice. The hand had already come it's already up. already up. He'd already decided to call a penalty before there was anything to call. His yep. his arm so is he right. Either, again, he either mistook the official or he, he can't he count. Yep. It's those, one are the, those are literally the only two realistic options that I will entertain. 
the, I mean, if you're not entertaining one of those those two options, you're entertaining conspiracy exactly. theory level you're, shit. You're, yeah. you're getting into he took a payment. Right. Yeah. That dude just got Venmo 10k or something. Even if he did, even if he did mistake that ref, we're watching it right here. The ref had actually not only are his hands on the board, his feet are he's actually yeah. sitting he's on in. top of yeah. the boards. Yeah. I, I, just, I know. I, I'm, I know. I, I don't get where he made the mistake. It, it's it's really unfortunate. I go back to my last point or my first point that I, I don't get why they don't have to yeah. answer you, for this. You you you. Well, you were gone. I made this. The, well, okay, okay, okay. Very yeah. last. I, fi I figured you did. Look, yeah. Just in case the ref didn't get paid enough tonight, there are job opportunities at the Ball Corporation. My man, getting us back on track. <laughs> or you know, look, maybe he'll be looking for a job after tonight. Also a viable option. Uh, Ball Corporation. You have product technicians. Getting $27.39. Jump on it. It's on the line work, but opportunities for raises at 6, 12, and 18 months. And then you also have opportunities to move up to higher positions in the company. Ball is great. They give you benefits, PTO, insurance, paid time off. I already said that. It's fine. Bunch of great stuff. Go check out Ball. Go to jobs.ball.com to get your application. Search for Golden or text Golden to 77222 to find your opportunity with the Ball Corporation. Excuse me. Okay. Apparently, Roberto Luongo is in the suite next to Kodak Black. Kodak oh Black. Oh, my God. Well, yes. I, I know we have a super chat about that. So let's get to, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. King of the game. Uh, we already talked about him. Uh, Kale McCarr is a not yes. human. He's an actual alien being. Is he the best player on this team right now? Or is he officially the best player on the team? It's, it's, does it's, he have the highest ceiling on this team right now? Yes. Not quite consistent enough, I think, because part of what Mac does is he hasn't been scoring this year, and it just doesn't matter because he gets two assists every night, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, that's I definitely Max Hallmark. Is that he does? He it produces every yep. night. I, I don't. I don't think you can. Like a rising tide raises all boats, right? Like for sure. They make each other like the presence of each other makes life both, easier for both each are great. Of them. Yeah. And they benefit so much from each other that trying to separate their success and be like, it, is this guy better? Is this guy better? It's like the answer is yes. It just feels like the ninety nine point season for Mac. Like that's what it feels like we're going through with Kale McCarr right now, where every couple nights not only does he put points on the board, but it's he does pull you out of your seat, like, show oh stopping, my God, yeah. you know, plays and moves, passes. I mean, in, in what, seven days? When was the <laughs> Chicago game? It was about a like week ago. Like in the ago, last seven yeah. days, that dude's got like four sports center top 10 yeah. type plays. Yeah. And it's just like, holy shit. Every time you think that, like, wow, that, that's an unbelievable play. He's, you know, it's really fun to and see what he's capable of. And then he does something else. And then he does yeah. something <laughs> else. And, and you just, you, you do eventually Colin. start. He has a game like last night where he doesn't play yep. great. Kind of disappears he, a little bit. He, yep. he has an impact on the game time goal, yep. but doesn't play great. And then a game tonight where you're just like, yep, he was feeling it. He ends up at three points and you're just, and, a, and the insane game time goal. And you're yep. just like, <laughs> well, and, and what's, what's just going to add and build to it, build on it for him is that he, he's playing penalty kill now, whatever this revamp penalty kill is, he's getting more defensive responsibilities. <laughs> He's maybe not, still not the, you know, 
roll out there and shut down time and go eat pucks I mean, guy, but I don't think you want him to I, be either. Who who isn't playing penalty kill after tonight? I mean, yeah. They tried just about everybody I, on that You thing. know, people are like, oh, you guys got to talk about this, and how do you fix it? And I'm genuinely here. I'm just sitting here like, so Bednar, I don't, I don't know. Bednar anymore. said that they were making I, yesterday after morning skate. Him and Nolan Pratt seriously spent about 15 minutes on the ice, talking pretty animated with each other about the penalty kill. They got the, your kind of core group of penalty killers together, had an extended conversation with them. He said that major changes were coming both systematically and from a personnel standpoint. We've seen a big major change structurally in the and last two games. It just he, doesn't matter. He said after the game yesterday, he said, we are expecting growing pains because it is a departure from what we have done big time, but we think it'll ultimately get us where we need to be. <laughs> we are expecting growing pains, which means that percentage will continue yeah. to drop <laughs> yeah. until it goes back up to right, right about right. 80 and we're at like 15th in the league and we feel sexy. And and I asked him about it just now and it was maybe the shortest answer I've ever gotten from Jared Bednar. He said there's some good and some bad, still a work in progress. Yeah, and like it sucks that the game ends on, on where how it does because yeah. That fat puck coming out to Duchesne like that, like I don't think anybody does anything wrong. Yep. Yeah. I don't. I don't have anything against Kemper on that. I don't have anything against shot blocking. You're, you're stuck in a four on three. You're situation. in a four on three yeah. where if you're in a five on four, that never. Yep. Well, well, and that puck. There's a guy there. Yep. That puck hits him a little bit more flush, and it's going right back out the other way to yeah, center like, ice. It was just. But just the way and, it hits his shin like, pad. Uh, it's going to be gross. But, <laughs> oh, like, gosh. a great finish from Duchesne. Like, he bombs <laughs> that thing away, right? And he be just beats Kemper with it. And it's... I don't have any I don't have any issues with Kemper on that. I don't have nope. any issues with that goal. It just... The whole problem was... How they got there. They were on yeah. the goddamn PK <laughs> yeah. when they right. didn't... They shouldn't... They should not have been. Well, and, and it sucks because you were... There were things... That you, if they would have come out with a win in that game... We talked about character. This being oh, yeah. a character game I mean, before. You've got, you know, so you, they win tonight. They have that's six in a row, and then you look at their schedule. Okay, they get yeah. Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. They get Minnesota at home in an afternoon game, which are always weird. Yep. Yep. You just never really know. That's that's totally just that's coin flippy as shit, right? And then you go to California to take on a couple of teams which you haven't struggled a whole lot with the last couple of years. Wow. And you've beaten Anaheim twice already this season. So you've already beat down the good version of the Ducks. And you start talk, you start looking at it and you're like, and even now with the OT loss, it like if they can get through Minnesota, you start looking into their schedule and you're like, they could get to the all-star break. Well, and, and, and it's still like, a big character point. And, and the, where I was going with that was what sucks is that you were this close. If you win that game in overtime, you are this close to ending on an unbelievably high note. A huge penalty kill at the end of regulation. Mm. Yep. To keep, which to was get, really which good. Was really good. Great. They, they yeah, kept they denying the puck and they were sending it down. They right. gave up zero shots on goal and go into the PK or go into overtime with like seven seconds left on the PK. Right. And win the faceoff, <laughs> clear the puck, nothing happened. And you're sitting there and it's like, damn, if they can go win the game after that, then you get to end the game on such a high note yeah. in an area that you've struggled. And you completed another comeback, and you would have hung five straight or five goals on another yeah. Vesna finalist and caliber you goalie. You would be one point behind Nashville at that point, right? And you're with and four you, games in hand, and you are just, you're just feeling like, amazing. And and what sucks is that had that game just ended in overtime with Nashville scoring a goal and you lose anyways, you feel really good about getting yeah, a point right. in that situation. Yeah. But because of the way it ends, you just feel like we should have we should have had a better outcome. And you know. 
I kind of like that they have to sit with it for two days. I, I don't hate it either because because I and I already feel a little bad for Arizona. I was just about, about to say, get yeah. they're about to get beat down like, on Friday like, night. I like, think that there's an outside chance that this is like ten to nothing. Like <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I, if I'm DraftKings, I don't allow people yeah. to bet on the over. In Certainly that game. not the See, Avs individual over. <laughs> I wish. I wish they were playing Arizona Thursday. Instead of Friday, the two days off is too many. Well, not not I. I still I agree with you. I, there's part of me that likes that they have to kind of like think about Doing it for two it. days. But there's another part of it that I honestly think that if you offer them like, hey, you could go play the Coyotes right In now. Thirty minutes, they'd be like, we're doing it. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> bring like, them out. Yeah, like get, bring the Coyotes to Nashville yeah, yeah, and just yeah. send them back out. Yeah. <laughs> And they just tear them apart. Yeah, yeah. and it's, a, wanna, it's 11 wanna, like, 1 and three Coyotes get injured. It's yeah. like. Don't want to dunk on the Coyotes too much here. I don't think it matters. I, I like, think the Evs the have the possibility of doing plenty of that this week. And right. Look like this is obviously a little bit of hubris, but I mean. Right. <laughs> I will tell you that that Coyotes team is the worst NHL team that I think I've ever Maybe watched in ever. my life. Maybe ever. I still think yeah, the COVID-shortened season, so Detroit bad. Red Wings had a fucking chance to be that. that uh, I think like, they were going to be like a 40, 41-point yeah, like points, team. Points-wise, for sure. But I think that this Coyotes team is actually, well, and, from, and, from and a truly, yeah. to its core, process-wise, <laughs> Legitimately, the worst NHL team. Well, I've we ever made seen. the comment in the pregame about like their goalies, and it's like you don't even really count them as the Coyotes goalies because they're more yeah. just like guys that they have there that are NHL caliber to some extent. Dude, they're to lambs the to the pads. slaughter. Right, they're and, lambs. And, and, and so that, that's I feel like with the whole roster is it's just like nah, just get us through. Right. We have we have a billion super chats yeah. to get to. Oh yeah, let's so do let's hit those. Holy Lord. Uh, Josh with $5. Thank you very much. Making a sky judge or have them do media would something a league might have to admit. They make mistakes. Not having. Look, they've already, yeah. they've already apologized Would to the Avs once the in the past five years. Me and the league. Yeah. Well, and they've done it multiple times. The league has come out and said we got the call wrong. And I honestly. And it doesn't I, do any it, good. It, well, but it doesn't do any good. But I, I appreciate that more than everyone just being able to. That they say. Is that, is that, is that kind of like after an ex cheats on you and then two years later calls you up and goes. Yo, my bad about that. <laughs> well, it's we like, were like, look, we've all moved on, but it, I appreciate it, the acknowledgement. It, 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 it would be like if they, if you had an ex that you, you had good evidence they were cheating on you, but they said that no, they didn't, and then two years later they were like, yeah, I did. Like, I'm sorry, that wasn't cool. <laughs> then it's like, that that's fine. I just wanted, I wanted to hear it come out of your dirty little mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the same. It's the same thing with the NHL. Like. Wow. I know I know you messed up. I just want to make sure that you know you messed up. All right. And and there's something about that get, phrase. Man. <laughs> Go to the next one before we dig this hole any deeper. Uh, Tommy with five dollars, thank you very much. When did the dump and chase interference calls go away? Eh. They still, they still, Kadri they got still called happen. for one two nights ago. Yeah, they, I mean they still they still exist. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's a game to game thing. Yeah, right? it's uh like, it's not something you see a ton of because they don't want to call that. But if a guy does something truly egregious, I mean, there was there I mean, was a few tonight where it was you like, could have had to, you could have called those. Yeah, I, my biggest my biggest annoyance was that Kadri shit from yeah. Cousins at yeah. Sunrise. Oh. Yeah. I hated that. I was like, the puck is gone, man, and you just need that dude. Like you. Nick, like Nick Cousins is a rat piece of shit, right? <laughs> so like, there's no, there's no worry here that that was in any way unintentional. Oh, for sure. It was very on brand, but it, and it's it against Cadre, so you know you're, you're well, probably gonna get away with it. And it was just like, it, it was like, this sucks. Yeah. 
All right, so next. That's when the whistle was blown. The whistle was blown. Uh, that's, yeah. $5 from Eddie. Thank you. Kemper did have a great game against the Jets less than a week ago. Yeah, it really so counted for bad. a lot tonight. I bet he I, thought the same thing. Man, I, remember that game I played against the Jets a week ago? <laughs> I ruled that game. I didn't have an issue with Kemper tonight, to be honest. I'm not surprised. <laughs> that's very on brand There we as well. go. <laughs> I mean, uh, Jared Bednar didn't either, so... Stop the pod. There's too many men on the show. All right, let's see. One, two, four, five. Uh, <laughs> it's too many, I guess. Thank counting, you for the counting is hard. You just got, you just passed the first level of becoming an uh, NHL yeah, ref. NHL let's ref. go. So, stage two. <laughs> $20. Extremely generous from Alec. Thank you very much. We will be number one in two weeks. I don't know if it'll be that long, to be honest with you, for the Avs. Yeah, it could be, yeah. They win both games in Arizona. There's a good chance they're number one. Yeah, not knowing what Nashville's schedule is like, but, like, they've got the games in hand at the Avs. This was was the first of three back-to-backs that the Avs play in the next two weeks. Yep. So there's going to be a lot of hockey played by by Colorado. Uh, They can... Easily I don't. I don't, I don't know that it'll be very long, but I. I mean, you do have to assume that the Abs will at some point start to Track lose in regulation yeah. again. Eventually, they're not going to continue but... to go eight one and one or whatever <laughs> in ten game segments. Yeah, you know? like pretty it's... ridiculous. <laughs> well, eight one and one, and both of their losses are to Nashville in that ten games. Yeah, kind of funny. And this bo- is the and both games have seen significant asterisks. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're if you're Nashville, you're just like reasons. dubs or dubs. But if you're the Abs, you're like yeah. <laughs> are they though? You're uh, like we'll see how that goes next time you guys are in Denver. Seven Canadian from Kerry. Where we can blame the altitude. The new Bobby Orr, <laughs> Kale McCarr, the unicorn. Uh, True facts. Yeah. I don't. I no lie. I don't, I don't think he's the new Bobby Orr. He's just he's, he's just the, the, he is Kale McCarr. He's the yeah. first model of Kale McCarr. Yeah. Now. That's all it is. Version 1.0. Yep. Uh, Kyle with another, is that five Canadian? Altitude yeah. mentioned it at one point. Curious why, how does Kadri get kicked out of face-off This is a, so a curiosity much. that we've had for a long time. <laughs> it and was Soderbergh we, before, and now it's you, Kadri. When yeah. we can't get into the locker room and actually talk to him about it, uh, see, like, Soderbergh wouldn't. <laughs> but, uh, it, it would, it, like, we can't just go and be like, dude, what's, what, what's the deal here? <laughs> why do you get tossed from so many face-offs? Like, what's going on? No idea. Uh, that was like the, well... Last game, remember we were talking about that? It was in the offensive zone, and they're like just talking to him over and over and over again, not kicking him out. It's like, are they going to throw this dude out or what? What's going on? With Kadri, he does, he takes one step wrong, it seems like, and they're like, get out. Yeah. You're done. Well, there was (laughs) one tonight that was re dropped because they said it was dropped unfairly that Johansson won straight back and they kicked Kadri out. He never even dropped his (laughs) stick. I, uh, all right, ten dollars. Stick wasn't even on the ice. I don't maybe, get how yo, maybe maybe that ten k Venmo really did happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, ten dollars from how they Colton. Kept the, uh, linesman quiet too on the Shit, too many men. Dude. Thank you so much, Colton. When do we talk about the two to three no calls prior? If any of those calls were called, this garbage would not have happened. No, I mean, we, we kind of talked about it already. So actually, do you want to know outside of obviously the one in overtime? The call that I had that I was the most annoyed by was. Uh, whoever it was, is that new hook that got the high stick, the double minor? Rantanen. Oh, he's yeah, Rantanen. Oh, the three cross checks yeah, in the so back I, yeah. immediately prior. Miko high sticked him. It drew blood. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Johansson fed him three 
very right solid yeah. cross checks right in the back right before. And a year ago, you know, that's just a battle in front of the net, but you've set the precedent this year that that is a penalty. Well, oh, that's it, over now. It's Don't not, worry about that. <laughs> it, it's not just the cross checking precedent, but in the first period of this game, New Hook coming across the center of the ice. They call the interference on the guy net front for bodying him in the way. And it's like, is it, yeah. I, I guess it's a, it is too much to ask for NHL refs to be consistent for an entire hockey game. It's just too much to ask, well, and I this, guess. This goes back to, I mean, the, the, the conversation of the human element in sports and you just have to live with that. I, I do. I wholeheartedly believe that for the majority of NHL rules, there is a level of interpretation, and the people that pound the table of will just call the game, just call the rule book. I promise you would not want to watch a hockey game that is called to the letter of the rule book. It'd be awful. I promise you don't want to. It'd um, be six hours long. Well, and, and there'd be fifty more icings a game. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, you know, there, there. You don't want that. That would so, be so you, zero five on five. Right, right. <laughs> so, so you do have to you have to live with the fact there's a level of, that's interpretation, but, um, yeah, it just it's it's frustrating because it seems like it's it's hard for the players, well, the, right? Well, there you they, go. That's that's right, what I want yeah, to bring up. Right. Like, it's super hard because as a player, you're like, okay, you spend the first what, period where, figuring where out the, what yeah, you're calling. Where do I yeah. get to play? Yeah, and what are you going to call and what you're not going to call? And like. There's been good refs in the past. Moose, he, like, repped a few of our games where he's like, this is what I'm expecting, this is what I'm going to call. Like, goes over, talks to both the benches, take a penalty, tells you why you're getting a penalty, right? Like, obviously that's not happening in an NHL game, but the players are still expecting some, like, okay, I can do this, I can't do that. Right. Yeah, and and I, I don't know if there's a solution to it. I know I've heard people talk about, and this, I think, becomes a bit of a personnel and a numbers issue. But do you start doing stuff where, for chunks of the season, you have one ref and one and one linesman that are assigned to a certain division that are assigned to certain teams, just to get some consistency? So that there's a level of consistency, or, or do, you know, do you do it on a um, you know a monthly basis so that you know <laughs> all your games for this month are going to be refed by at least one consistent guy again i don't know what you I run think, into from a number standpoint I, at that I, point in terms I think of officials the problem with that concept is you get refs like saint laurent who is not consistent in any imaginable way every game you go into with him you have no idea what he's calling and what he's not so it doesn't really fix it but, but i think if I, I do think it's one of those things because i don't remember i think it was tim peel went on 32 thoughts a couple weeks ago and was talking about the fact that a lot of players don't have the same type of relationship with officials that they used to. He was talking about how, you know, I, I would talk to Connor McDavid, but, you know, that a lot of especially captains and players that interacted a lot with officials, he said there just used to be kind of this, like, unwritten thing where you come up and you get to know the ref and you're chummy and it allows you to kind of open the door for those additional conversations with there being less of that in the league, I, I I don't know. Does it does it does it make a difference? It may not, but I, I just I think that would be part of it because you don't necessarily have an issue. I, I think that's where a lot of people's issues come from. At the root of it is the consistency of the calls on any given night. If you are just looking at the calls made on the ice, <laughs> I'll remove tonight. <laughs> for for the most part, you can. 
you can at least see where they're coming How, from. That is in his booth. That that video is, is there a in closer his video? booth. It's literally right next to him. Crazy. This is the stupidest thing I've uh, ever seen. Um, but, but, you know, th there, there's usually... I'm going to remove tonight. Oh, Even if there are calls that you don't like, usually your issue is with inconsistency because it's, they didn't call that before. That went uncalled two weeks ago. That seems soft, whatever. So even if you're getting... Having some level of consistency, I think, would help yeah. at least make a difference. You'd like to see something done. All right, let's 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 go through some of these little bit rapid fire here. Uh, yep. If you can find Megan on the set, uh, you win something. We should I don't keep know. Like a little like, like a cutout or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then have like Evan somewhere. Hiding. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Evan should be couch. back soon, by the way, fam. Uh, Five dollars from Casey. Thank you very much. I meant to send three ninety nine, but I can't count. Oof. Got him. Well played. Got him. Send four ninety nine. That's actually my favorite super chat ever. <laughs> Five more from Eddie. Uh, also, can we pour one out for Josty? Man is legendarily cursed. Got a feel for it. At a certain point, are you cursed or can you just not finish? Yeah, you're not cursed anymore. It's the same way that, what, Jason Magnus cursed? Mm -hmm. Or any of these other guys who can't finish are cursed? Look, love Jost. We've advocated for him as who he is. Are you watching it? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, uh, like advocated for him time and time again, and have have like railed against the haters and just been like, accept who he is, guys. Accept who he is. Yep. Uh, he just can't finish. He he's, he just can't score goals like yeah. that. He's not that guy. Yep. For whatever reason, he can do it at every other level except the NHL. And just can't do it. He just can't do it at the NHL. Hey, you know what? The NHL separates a lot of guys in that way. So he'll put together one fine. streak a year of seven games where he'll put up three goals and. It'll trick you into it a little yeah. bit. Be like, I, maybe not. No, never again. Uh, right, well, that's, never what, again. that's what I'm saying. But like, it's it, he's good he's for not, it every he's, year. He's not cursed, man. He's just not finishing. Five dollars from Mike. Time good for refs to wear body cams. I want to see what they see and hear what they hear. I'm just not going to touch that one. Uh, I think that'd be awesome. I think it'd be dope. They, they did the ref cam a few I, years ago. Yeah, it was cool. Too, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, and, and not only that, but it gave you a way better appreciation for how hard it is yeah. to. See things like a puck going into a net from where they are or, that, uh, you know, certain penalties getting called because you see where they're looking because of how the camera is on the, on the top of their helmet. Give you a great appreciation for it. Yep. And instead, that, you know. That's the other thing that you do have to say in defense of NHL officials. This game moves extremely quickly. Things happen yeah. in the blink of no, an eye. You know, you know, no matter how fast I uh, and what's, whatever situation I am in, in, am in. I could still count to three. And, and, that's, and that's what I was just about to say was that's what makes this three. one tonight so much yep. more frustrating because that had nothing to do with the game moving fast. Yep. That had yep. nothing to do with, uh, I can there's see There's no where, interpretation. Right, there's you no interpretation. can't count. That, that's what makes it so frustrating uh, is that. All right. $5 more from Tommy. Thank you very much. Home Alone, NHL, your refs are woof. Literally <laughs> a segment on Sesame Street to help kids learn how to count. <laughs> All right, like, you can get the count. Uh, <laughs> thoughts on Kodak Black? Five more dollars from Eddie. Look, there's a much more accurate video out there as <laughs> as we were just looking at. Do you think he could count to three during that? Do, do you think he made it to three seconds? I mean, <laughs> so the other video makes it look like it's not. They're not just banging it out. Yeah, <laughs> just some just some pretty pretty heavy petting. It's pretty serious some strip club grinding. action. Yeah. yeah. Some grinding That's, that's VIP room level that, action. That would not In front be, of everybody. Yeah, that would not be allowed at a high school dance. <laughs> uh, I don't know what high school you went to, bro, but... $5. Would that be allowed at your high school? I never went. 
I never went to those dances. Five dollars. AJ, what would you call the refs today? I said clown shoes already. Oh, the, did the you? The super chat had to have happened already. All right. Okay. <laughs> I called them clown shoes. I said, well, I said the whole thing was clown shoes. Per- good enough. We'll take it. Uh, $5 from Let's Go Abs. My favorite thing in the world is screaming at my TV over some dumb abs of shit, then turning on the pod and hearing AJ scream the exact same thing. Voice of the people. Fuck you, Scott Doucette. <laughs> Get him. Uh, next, $5 from Ms. Rezik. I tried. I'm sorry. Price Flower Quick Rask. Do we make a move for one of no. these guys? Ask again no. at the trade deadline. Uh, Which one of those guys is available? That's fair. Uh, price? Uh, no. So we can For, um, not play. Many, many, yeah. many reasons. No. Well, and and, uh, and here's so here's here's my annoyance with that. You're taking the same. You're you're making a second gamble in the same season at goal. Assuming you don't have any injury problems, I I just don't see them spending any additional assets in net. Truly, I ask. Find the last time that an impact goaltender was traded in season and yeah. it went on to make right. a difference. Because the answer I mean, might the, be Patrick Waugh. Be, because, yeah. if, because if Darcy Kemper stays healthy, you'd what, be bringing the, a goalie in saying, we hope that they can get hot and go on a run. The closest thing is the YOLO call-up of Bennington, probably. See, well, like, and Matt Murray, but those are internal promotions. Yeah. True. Right. But, but, and and that, that wasn't you going out and bringing that and guy that in. Was, those were, like, that, accidental. That, yeah. uh, that only happened because they... they the, that only, Bennington only happened because they... Bombed it out with Chad Johnson, and Jake Allen failed as their starter. And Billy Huso got hurt in San Antonio. Remember? Yep. yep. And the only reason, and Jordan Bennington was loaned out to Providence. Yep. Right. They let another organization have him because they just didn't. He was yeah. their last option, basically. Yeah. They they Jordan Bennington happened because it, it had to, and then they just got uh, they got lucky. Yep. The same way the Pittsburgh got lucky with Matt Murray. Matt Murray, the way that he did. Yep. I, it just. Yep. But you. Go and find the last like in-season goaltender trade that actually had a big impact. All right. well, and, and and real quick, go, go. we talked about it at the beginning of the season. There is an adjustment period with goaltenders. Why would you get all the way to the deadline, assuming you have healthy goaltenders, and then restart, that. and then restart that process when you again you, you you're it's yeah. either we hope Darcy Kemper gets hot come playoffs or. We hope this goalie that we trade for gets hot and integrates into our system no, right look, away. If you were gonna, if you were gonna make that move, you got to make that move in the next ten games. Right, and then right. you're also gonna say, did we really just give up on this halfway through the season? Right, Darcy Kemper yeah. hasn't been anywhere near bad enough. No, yeah, it's for just straight. He's not been Grubauer, right? Like, yeah. that's the other thing. Yep. I, I know, like, you know, yeah. it's easy to nitpick this, but they're still winning hockey games. He's making big stops. It's right. just, there's some sloppiness there. You know, we all see it. There's goals that. Look, he, you want the abs to have back, but I mean, let's face it. On most nights, he's doing enough, right? Yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Until he's costing you wins, you could say that he hasn't been worth the cost. But what's the sure. cost of the next guy? Right, yeah. right, right. Because now you're adding it up, and then if that doesn't work, now you're two moves in the hole. Right, right, and and so it, it's ah. one of those things where you've got you've got a goaltender that you know has another level. Whether you're keeping with him yeah, or I, you're bringing I, someone in, you're I, hoping they get to okay. the next level. The, okay. rea- the reality right. is, we don't All really right. need to entertain this conversation. Yes. It's never going to happen. Let's end this conversation. Right. Well, I just, I've seen it come up a lot yeah, recently. It, Who saying, should they we, go get? And it's like, we just don't need to do it's it. It's just not and happening. Now, we don't need to do we're it. We're moving on. <laughs> Another five from Eddie to determine the Rubes defenseman. We should put Makar and Fox with McDermott for a season and the one who drives the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look. An anchor can drag down anybody is where I'm at (laughs) with this one. If the anchor's heavy enough. Uh, 
five more from Tommy. Thank you again. This is not the Kemper we saw in the bubble that gave us so much trouble and stole a win. Yeah. Against the backup. I mean, I think the reality is everyone knows Kemper has more to give than we've seen so far. Yeah. And yeah. you don't get to see that if you give up on him. Right. Uh, five from James. Until an accountability precedent is set, this will be a black eye for the NHL. Not even that. This is a, won't even be a slap on the wrist. Yep. Who's going to hold the NHL accountable? There's nobody above the NHL. Anyone who tries NHL to hold the NHL accountable gets fined $250,000. So. <laughs> 25000 well, I was talking about the Rangers last oh, year. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. And then they have the, obviously, with the Brenda Moore stuff, you can't complain about their incompetence because it's a bad look for the league because having blade brazen incompetence uh, in your officiating is somehow not a bad look for the league. But, you know, this is a league full of fucking idiots, so. Uh, $2 from Houston to the last two games show how important Landy is. I don't think these last two games show it. No. I think that we know that Landy's an important piece of this team yeah. in the locker room on the ice, but I actually think that you're pretty pleased in your last you two games. eight goals without him. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And, and you're 1-0-1. I think you feel pretty good. Yep. I, uh, yeah, I think missed him more last game than you did tonight. Given, I don't think there's a difference to me. I think there's a bit of a difference given the first line's play, but... Anyway, conversation for another day. Alec, $5 Canadian. I, you were different, Alec, than before. I'm pretty sure. Uh, watch the Preds cast tonight. Got to listen to their announcers call Duchesne's first goal a clutch, timely goal. I screamed for AJ. That's funny. <laughs> Be the first one of his career. Oh, well, I was going to say, there it is. He's got, I mean, he's got eight goals in eight games against the Avs, and he scored the first two that mattered tonight. <laughs> got him. There you got go. Got himself. But AJ's 100% right. Like, that's – are those maybe his biggest goals since he beat Roberto Luongo in the shootout of yeah, 2009? Like Sunday Avs to playoffs. <laughs> that yeah. didn't even count because that was a shootout. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, all right, that's Skills all the Skills competition dream, Matthew Shane. That's all the supers. Final maybe thoughts. We're going to get out of here. Oh, dude. Yeah, break the cowboy hat out again. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Great. The cowboy hat you. in Vegas. Yeah, they're having a great conversation without yeah, us. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's fine. Oh, uh, when, you, when you go, you can talk to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you miss Colorado? How much do you think the – how much does their success chap your ass? That, when you mm -hmm. said you wanted to play playoff hockey, is yeah. this what you imagined? Yeah, <laughs> but they've, they've played more rounds than you have since you left. Yeah. All right. They've played more rounds than you have games since you left. Bring it How in. Do you feel? Bring it in. Final thoughts on tonight's game. Fuck that guy. <laughs> pick a guy for pick, pick a guy as that guy. Doesn't it, matter it, it who. Could, it could be the ref. It could be Dutchie. It could be Scott Doucette. <laughs> I'm open to all three. Whatever. I, I, I add a fourth or fifth out there. Kodak too. Black. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Someone no, already was, did, I think, for Kodak. <laughs> with Ryan Murray tonight. Yeah. Jesse's on, Jesse's on grade, so... Uh, you won't hear about him from me. Uh, yeah. Get, the, get that ref a walking stick. Ooh. <laughs> I also on. thought Ryan Murray was good tonight. Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope. All right. Bye. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's where we're at. And show's over. Go, go be mad or, or do whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs>